Oh, what is up? Welcome to Bringing the Backups. I'm your host, Eric Helwig. On the show today, I don't know. I was going to do like another one of those re-release the podcast things, but I think I'll just not. I'll just talk to you guys for a little bit, huh? Um, what What's up, Liz? No, I'm recording my podcast. Yeah, right now. All right. It's okay. Maybe turn your video down a little bit. Uh, sorry, my wife is taking a shit on the other side of the... Uh. <laughs> Liz, you can come in here, by the way, and record for a little bit if you want. You, you want to hop on the mic? You can say hi real quick. Just come say hi. Well, just grab that mic. You got to walk over there and grab that microphone. No. No, you just walk around right there. I can't even get by. Well, then give me, like, are you going to bed? Well, I'll show me later. Okay. Okay, okay. bye. Love you. That was a kiss of love. Close, close the door. Thank you. Bye. Sorry about that, everybody. Not trying to rub our our marital love in your face, all right? But that's a relationship that's going well. That's what it sounds like. Somebody comes in to show the other person a funny video at midnight. Uh, now the marriage is going well. I think we're you know probably gonna make it. Who knows though? Shit can go wrong. I don't think it will. And I'll talk to her afterwards. I'll see if she uh, feels the same way. There's only one way to find out, right? You gotta live until you're dead. Then right before you die, if you didn't get divorced, you made it. That's the only that's the only way to really know. What happened since the last time we spoke? It was October 11th. That's when you most recently heard from me. I was just done celebrating uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. I celebrated by dressing up like Christopher Columbus and throwing myself off the highway overpass. So you're welcome. Uh, no, I uh, did a show, flew back home for a wedding. That was fun. Weddings are always fun. You know, I get enough champagne in me. I, I think I can dance, and I cannot. But you, you just got you got to cut loose when you're there, you know. Had a good time at the wedding. What do you What do you guys do when you go to a wedding? I'm not going to talk about that. Never mind. Um. <laughs> this is too easily traced back to me. Trace back to me. My name's on the podcast. What am I saying? Uh, I recorded my friend's podcast, The Rob Stern Show. I did that. My uh, my buddy Brad Stoll, who you've heard on this show. Um, me and him did some Halloween characters. Uh, if you follow at The Rob Stern, by the way, you get, catch some of those clips. They're pretty funny. Um, so we did that. I, uh, did my friend Mike Perkins show. You can follow him, tubgirl.com. Um, that was a lot of fun. Another late show tonight was the name of that. And then this was kind of fun. So my wife, Liz, she started doing stand up, and she booked a show and then I had to come be her plus one at a club, uh, out here in LA. And, uh, man, now I know why the audience hates you. <laughs> when you come out. I mean, here's the thing. It was a fine show, but uh, 
Man, it's like one of those shows where like there's a new comic every five minutes, and you're like, oh my god. And and here's the thing, I had no, I have nothing to say. My wife's like, you got to come. She's come to hundreds of shows of mine, and she was coming to shows when I was not good at stand up. I mean, now I'm good, and she's jaded and done with it, which sucks because now I actually go to shows. And I, you know, not to pat myself on the back, but I fucking crush. But uh, you know, she came to all the shows when I was like, you know, struggling to get the mic out of the stand for the first two minutes. And just wiping sweat with the back of my hand while I stumble through setups and forget punchlines. So, yeah, she got me. She got me. She was like, you're coming on Saturday. I was like, all right. Yeah, I can't fight that. Saturday night, sit in the back of the club, spend 40 bucks on some shitty nachos and a drink. Yeah, sounds good. You got me. I owe you. She can do that for the next decade. <laughs> I've, I've got nothing to say. So that was it. We did that. Oh, and then the big thing we did. I, how did, I, did I tell you guys that I was going to the Eagles-Cowboys game? Fuck yeah, baby. Fuck the Cowboys. That game was awesome. And we didn't get some, you know, every seat in, you know, for an NFL game now is like 250 bucks. I mean, it's ridiculous. But we got the nice seats. We, we threw back a little bit. I mean, if you're going to spend 250 why not spend a grand on two tickets and sit 13 rows back, which is what we did. And, man, I'm telling you, it, Philly was lit. What's crazy is, like, the Eagles are 6-0, and and they're not even the talk of the town because the Phillies are in the World Series, which I've been watching that, too. Man, baseball does it right. I see what, what baseball's going to fuck up is they're going to try to make it, like, appealing to TikTokers. They're going to try to make the regular season in baseball watchable. No. The regular season in baseball is meant to be boring as shit. That's what it is. It's boring, and then the fun part is the playoffs start and the exact same game that used to be boring is now the most exciting thing in the world. That's baseball. A slow game that becomes fun at the end because you're like, this needs to be fucking over soon. That's the sport. Lean into your sport. I mean, don't go the way of hockey, which is like losing its identity because they, they can't fight each other anymore. They, or at least they, they don't fight. They've de-emphasized fighting. Fuck that, man. Go slap shot style. Like, take off your skate and try to slash someone's throat. Have fun. Be the only sport where people die from, <laughs> from neck wounds. I don't know, man. We, you gotta... I did this podcast. Uh, my buddy Alex Getlin has a podcast where uh, you get high... And he talks about a topic with facts. And uh, he, he chose the, the Coliseum for me. And so we just talked about, like, all the shit they used to do in the Coliseum and just how creative they were in killing people. I mean, the, they just, they never cease to find new ways to kill people. That is, like, our, nothing is a better show of human artistry throughout time than elaborate ways to draw out the pain of people that you don't care about. But every time I, like, I I remember the Coliseum, like, I've been there twice. Not trying to brag, but I've been there. Um, And you, they, they, you know, they just, you know, rip 
people apart with lions and they, you know, cut off their dicks and, you know, just fun stuff. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Although they actually say they didn't do that. They, 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 they said that the, the emperor was too far to have, like, for a thumbs up or a thumbs down to have been read. So there must have been some other signal. Probably like a, like a messenger bird that they would like, like a falcon they would just release from the emperor's, you know, press box down to the thing where the guy that was winning would receive the falcon. He would open up a little scroll and then in Roman it would say cut his dick off and then that would be the end of the gentleman, the dickless gentleman. But yeah, you what you 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 watch the you watch, you read about the Colosseum stuff and you're like, God damn, that is gnarly. And then you're like, you fast forward to now and like football players, you can't tackle the quarterback anymore. Like that's what our Colosseum of the day is now. It's just so crazy. It's like the idea is it's a sport. People signed up for it. They know what they're doing. Let them hit each other at a certain point. I'm not saying it has to be like 70s style. You know, helmets made out of like, you know, fucking rice paper. But can we have fun? Can it be fun to watch? Can there be a defensive guy that's a star? Is the quarterback always got to be the most important guy? What about the middle linebacker? What about a middle linebacker that knocks the shit out of people? That's fun too. Just saying, bring it back. No, it's never going back. It's too much money involved in making it for everybody. That's what they want to do with all these sports. They make them for everybody, so that eventually they're for nobody. What you got to do is you got to own what you are and lean into it and stop letting pussies change the sports, all right? No, I don't know. I, I don't know. Whatever. Make it safe. That's fine. I had something I wanted, to, some larger point I wanted to make on this, but now I can't remember what it is. I don't know, but Philly sports are awesome right now, huh? Phillies. Dude, Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins. Do you guys know who these guys are? Anybody know what I'm talking about right now? These They're lighting it up. And the Astros are going down. You just get like, that's like the best thing in football or any sport is when, or in time we're talking about baseball, but like when a team that just sneaks in Gets momentum. That's what's fun, man. Like, I'm supposed to hate the Giants, but when the Giants, like, beat the Patriots in the Super is that not the greatest thing that can happen for if you're a sports fan of a team is that you suck and then you randomly win the Super Bowl in the same year that you sucked? That's awesome. Sports don't get better than that. The Phillies were terrible this year. They fired their manager. Now they're going to be in the World Series against a team that won 20 more games than them? Astros should crush them, which is exactly why they won't. Because magic is in the air. <laughs> Can you feel? I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm having good. My buddy's got a kid, and uh, he's a Philly fan. They live up in, uh, well, fuck you. I'm not going to tell you where they live. But they live somewhere. And uh, he sends me videos of him and his kid watching Eagles games and Phillies game. I think the kid's like five now. And I, it makes that's that's what I I'm jealous. Like I gotta you know I gotta knock up Liz. That's the only thing to do now, so that I can raise a young person 
to be obsessed with these sports teams. I feel like that's what I got to do. Let me give you guys the updates on the podcast, by the way. Oh, and I should tell you too: come out and support my show, uh, Barely Making It, every Tuesday at the Glendale Tap. You can follow on social media at the or at Barely Making It LA. It's the uh, place to follow us. The show's free if you're in the area. It's free. Come out. It's a cool bar. We got great comics. Um, so you can do that. What else do I got going on? Uh, did I tell you guys that I'm like, um, my buddy Ray Easter, who did the show, um, he's recording an album in San Diego, and then I'm going to be the feature. I might not have said that. It's all on my website. Whatever. EricHelwick.com. Go check it out. But that album recording is going to be fun if you're around for that. You should uh, check that out. Trying to think what else I got going on, man. I mean, I I, I started, I, I actually just put a photo up on Instagram of like the new podcast studio. It's just my office, but I'm cleaning out everything so that I can actually set this place up for the new pod and making it like a full on video podcast, go the whole distance, make it look nice, not even nice, just make it look like a thing. That's not just me staring into my own camera. Like, it needs to have some sort of setup so it's at least, you know, recognizable online. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I started the process, so now it's just going to be getting this bad boy set up and then getting the new podcast out. Do I tell you the name of the show yet? I don't know. I feel like I've been hinting at it for, for way too long at this point. So maybe I won't. It's the Eric Helwick show. I'm just going to call it the Eric Helwick show. <laughs> I mean, I think that's fine. It's fine because it's my name. And that's what I'm trying to do is get people to like know who I am so I can make a fucking living. So that's, that's just, it's just the Eric Helwick show. And that way, if you Google the Eric Helwick show, you get a bunch of Eric Helwick shit, which is me. And if you Google Eric Helwick, you'll see the Eric Helwick show. You know, you get it. My name's in the show. And maybe I'll change that too. I don't know if I think of a better name. Um, or, you know, maybe society really takes a turn here and uh, things get uh, things get real bad. And then, uh, you know, you'll see me on a bread line. You know, that's also possible too. Everybody always says like, uh, it's so the world's so bad right now. It's really not in comparison to anything that's ever existed. You ever think about that? Where you're just like, we are so, we have not earned any of the things that our society has that we have. Ever. It's all just stuff that like exists because we fell out of a pussy in the last 30 years. And like get to live in a time where you can fly. <laughs> you can just fly anywhere in the world. Except Somalia. Um, yeah, like what did, what did I do? What did I do to get that? I did nothing. I could just as easily, like my, what if my consciousness could be transferred into like a frontiersman? You know, would I still be goofy? Or would I I'd be all cut up like the Leo and the Revenant? And have like a half native son that gets murdered by Bane? You know, that'd be fun. I wonder if I'd keep, I wonder if I would keep my sense of humor if I was in a revenant type situation. Like how, 
funny can you be if you've been, you know, like a bear ripped your asshole open? Like, that's kind of the end of the jokes at that point. Now you're like a serious guy. <laughs> you know? Were there were there any, like, class clowns when half the class had typhoid fever? Like, I don't know. Probably. I mean, my guess is that there's always been funny people. Like, you know, you, like, watch Game of Thrones and there's, like, a court jester and they have, like... Poor people in King's Landing. So I guess, I guess I'd be one of those guys. Um, and I would get like one chance to like play for the king and then I'd get my tongue cut out and then that would be that. And, you know, then I'd just do some iron smelting until I'm burned alive by a dragon. Spoiler alert! Did you guys watch uh, the um, the House of the Dragon? It's the only show that I actively hate and also wait for the premiere every night. And I don't hate it because like if Game of Thrones, the first six seasons never existed and I was just watching House of Dragon, be like, it's a good show. But all I do is I just compare it to when Game of Thrones was awesome and you go, this is shit. This is crap. But the truth is, is like, it's probably fine. It's, I, I think it's okay. I think the king with, like, leprosy is cool. That's my favorite part, is just watching the king die. (laughs) That's definitely the best part of the show so far. The slow (laughs) death. But, like, with huge jumps in time. That's been been fun. And every time they jump in time, you're like, how much worse did he get? Ooh, he's still alive, and they're not showing us for the first 10 minutes how he looks? I bet he looks so bad. And then he looks bad. He takes his mask off. You're like, he looks really bad. I love, I love that. That's fun. That'd be fun. If I was missing half my face, I wonder if my wife would still, uh, you know, hop on it. If you know what I'm saying, I don't know. I would. I don't think it's fair to expect. I think if you get half your face burnt off, you got to have a deal with your wife. You're like, you can go fuck other people if you really need to. I mean. It'd be great if you. It'd be great if you'd still like to help me out once in a while, but you can. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe this is this is wrong. And there's somebody with a a burnt up face right now listening to this, going like, "How could he?" Um, I'm sorry. I wish you the best. Um, you know. This is this is the reminder everybody needs to have multiple fire extinguishers in the house. My wife used a fire extinguisher because um, she uh, burnt something up in the microwave. Um, but I'm sure if she was here, she would want me to tell you it's not her fault. Whatever happened, I, I remember her saying something like it wasn't her fault. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I wasn't here. I was gone. Um, but yeah, now our microwave is uh, fucking done, and we got, and we actually do have to get a new fire extinguisher. So maybe we should do that. I think those things expire, don't they? I don't know, because I found a bunch while I was doing spring cleaning, kind of like getting this room set up for the podcast. I found two fire extinguishers. And uh, I guess I should look on them for expiration dates, but like, I don't know. They're not olives. It's a fire extinguisher, so I assume it should work. That's probably how people die in home fires, (laughs) is just assuming you should never assume. You should, if you're going to assume anything, you should assume the worst so that your relationships don't work. 
Are your relationships working? You go ahead and call into the show right now at 555-LOVE-TIME. That'd be nice if one day I can have the... uh, Who knows? Who knows where the podcast goes? Does it go to a place where we can have live interactions with fans? That would be fun. I would like that. Um, You know, the old Eric of three years ago would be like, I want to have the ability to edit it in case I say something I shouldn't. And now I'm just like, I don't give a shit about what anybody thinks. I just don't. I just hate every everybody that's got a strong opinion on anything political now. I just roll my eyes. I almost feel the same way about, like, woke people and Trump people. They're kind of, like, just becoming the same people to me. You know? It's just, like, I don't care. I just don't, I just don't want to be a part of it, you know? Did I tell you guys how I voted? I, I just voted. I let my wife fill out my ballot. Because I was, like, worried she wouldn't want to hook up with me if I didn't vote. So I was like, you vote. You know what I like. No woke people, nobody that voted for Trump. And then she just looked at the ballot and was like, yeah, that's everybody. You can't vote. <laughs> so then I just, like, wrote in people. I just, uh, I voted. Yeah. I, so I, I voted, but, like, I almost intentionally voted for people that would not win. I just don't care. I And I used to be like, oh, man, if you don't throw away your vote, man, you're part of the problem. Don't care anymore. I've done the political swing enough. You know, I'm 37. I had my birthday. I turned 37. When I was a kid, I was like hard right just because my dad was like prepping me for my debate team freshman year in high school. And I was just going in there, Catholic, Republican, man. And I fucking lit it up. I lit it up with some real Catholic stuff that I'm embarrassed and ashamed to have said (laughs) as a 14-year-old now in public debates. But I said it. Jesus Christ, let those pleas not be recorded anywhere. I hope no record exists of my Republican Catholic version and thoughts on AIDS funding in Africa. I hope that doesn't exist anywhere in the ether. But if it does, whatever. I was 14, and I was just saying what I was told in a very Catholic, very conservative school, whatever. So I did that, and then you go to college. You know, you blow a couple dudes. <laughs> no, you. what you do is you just meet a gay man, <laughs> and you go, wait a second. There's, there's nothing wrong with this. What was I thinking? You watch an episode of Will and Grace. Um, you know, you hook up with some people. And you're like, all right, okay, I was I was going a little too far one end. And you see a swing. And you make a little swing out to the far left. You have that moment in your, you know, early teens, your 20s, maybe even mid-20s, I think. That's, that's reasonable. Then you get to those late 20s. You know, you finally have a job where your paycheck is enough to, like, put $15 in your savings account. And you're like, you know what? Maybe I do want to keep this and robbery should be illegal. You know, like, maybe I am a law and order guy. Well, something about Angie Harmon is uh, sexy to me now. Like, you start to feel, and you come back a little bit and you swing 
And then you're like, you know, I want to vote Obama, but something about McCain. You, you swing back a little bit. You come a little bit more to the center. Then you blow a couple more dudes. You go back to the left a little bit. And then all this, the pendulum is settling right there in the middle. And eventually you land right there. You land right on, you know, writing in a picture of you and your wife 69ing for the vote for L.A. City Comptroller. And you're like, that's where I want to be. <laughs> you just you just give up. No, man, I don't know. You just try to treat people well in your life. You try to help people in real ways, in tangible ways. If you're going to do a charity, you don't fucking blast it on Instagram. You actually just go help someone. You maybe play it close to the vest. You tell a couple friends that might be interested. This is how you can help someone. But you don't make it like I get this social credit for doing it. It kind of takes away the fact that you're doing something good. Am I right? Am I getting too close to the vest for some people? I'm telling you, that's what it is, is like, you can't associate with a political group. It's gonna, it's gonna tear you up. I, I, I don't know where I'm going. I, I, I got thirty-seven more years. It's fifty-fifty. I'm trans by the time I'm fifty. I have no idea. I've changed a bunch. I'm probably gonna change again. Who knows? But I'm I, the thing that you control is the thing in front of you. Whether you're a Republican or a, a Democrat or a liberal, progressive, a com, whatever you are, whatever you are, like, like, there's are there people in your lives that would say negative things about the way you're treating them right now? Maybe go deal with that. I'm glad that you have a really strong opinion on like nuclear energy, but have you called your father in the last six months? He's old. He's just sitting in a room wondering what you're up to. Call the old man. I saw Jennifer Lawrence had like a cover where she was like, you have to be political. It's like, yeah, if you're a moron, (laughs) if you're dumb, then you have to do something. You don't have to do anything. What have, what has this podcast become? Is this what the <laughs> is this what the Eric Elwig show will be? I hope not. I mean, this is what I, mean, I don't know. We could still talk about sports, though. I don't know. We, what's up with the Toronto Blue Jays? How are they doing? Got that weird Rogers Center with the hotel. I like. I do like. That's kind of cool that there's a hotel where you stay in the hotel and you can be like, give me the baseball room, and people just hit home runs off your window while you're tagging some lady <laughs> you know that's pretty cool I wonder if that that's got to have happened where some guy was like about to blow you know he's in the hotel room and then like right as he's about to finish there's a home run and he gets like a cheer and like an ambient cheer from behind him as he and if you're a lady, maybe it's the lady. Maybe the lady, after deep meditation on her emotional state and, you know, a couple weeks of foreplay, she's arrived at a place where she's about to mini-orgasm in her mind, I think. I think that's how it works for ladies. I think your, mo- your brain orgasms before your vagina. Do I have that right? <laughs> I think your eyes, it starts in your eyes and then... Like uh, like the Mortal Kombat, Shang Tsung taking someone's soul. It just rips through your entire body. 
And then at the end, you're just like, uh, you know, you're just kind of swirling around in Shang Tsung's, uh, you know, <laughs> pool of souls. I don't know. Ladies' orgasms are, uh, they're wild. They seem like more fun, don't they? They're deeper. It's just, it's deeper. It's like your, your, their heart is coming. You know what I mean? All right, this has got to stop. This has to stop. This can't be what the new podcast is. Their heart is coming. Maybe that's the new name of my podcast. <laughs> no, it's the Eric Helwig show. It's the Eric Helwig show. What if like everybody has to have um, like a podcast? Like if you have a podcast, you have to have like a phrase that everybody knows from your podcast. Like, oh, <laughs> munchy time and hunchy time, like something stupid. If if anybody's listening and would like to make a t-shirt that says, like their hearts are coming. <laughs> yeah, you know, do that. All right, that, I think this is enough. Oh, well, how long have we been going for here? Oh, 30 minutes. Holy shit, that's, that's not too bad. Um, if you guys want to support me, Eric Helwig, the comedian, the podcaster, the guy setting up his room to be a podcast studio. That's right. It's going to be an office and it's going to be a podcast studio. Um, if you'd like to do that, then do it by following me on Instagram at Eric Helwig and uh, go to my website, erichelwig.com and sign up for my bands in town. So when I have a stand-up show and I'm in your area, you will get notified. You can come out. You can say what's up. You can be like, I heard the podcast. I'll be like, you're one of the 85 people that listen every week. And you'll be like, yeah, that's me. That's what the number's down to now. It was getting up there. It was close to like 300, 400 when I was doing new episodes all the time. But, you know, now it's, you know, I'm in a little bit of a transition. Haven't been promoting the way I normally do. But I got to push, you know, like I really feel like 2023 is going to be a full year of like stand-up shows and stand-up clips online and podcast clips online and we're just going to be like all right how do we bi- how do we build fans like how do we build a little bit of a little bit of momentum behind this where people can actually really support in a way that's financially feasible that's what we you know that's what it's got to be every comic com- every comic conversation now it could be somebody that you like fucking we're in like a war with you were in the foxhole and then you started doing stand up, and you're like, Hey doing man, how's the team going? How's your wife? How are you editing your Instagram clips? That's all anybody talks about now. Your friend has a baby. Hey man, baby's out nine pounds, four ounces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But seriously though, your hashtags, what are you doing? Is it eight hashtags or 29? Cause I've heard both. It's just so insane that that's how comedians used. That's how that's how comedians are getting stuff now. It used to be as a comic that all you needed for success was to help Frank Sinatra murder a hooker. That's all you needed to do, or you you know where to bury a body. You saw Lenny Bruce throw someone from a moving car, and so you get to open for him for eight years. And headline when he's in prison. That's what it used to be. 
then and then for a while it was uh you know you had to uh give the booker for Johnny Carson coke maybe I don't know I'm assuming whoever that guy was did coke not a, enough of a comedy nerd to have kept track of that stuff um and then like now all that stuff means nothing and you need to you know have a podcast or like a a video of you online um like flipping a bottle that lands perfectly on TikTok if you do that you um you get to headline uh you know fucking music city <laughs> radio city music hall like like the things that make people famous now like I go to so many clubs where like half of the acts are just Instagram like content creators that don't do stand up and they're just doing or they're attempting stand up and don't seem to realize that they're not doing well so I don't know. I don't know what's happening next. I don't I don't begrudge the comedy clubs for booking people like that. You know, you gotta you gotta try to put butts in the seats, but who man, it's uh it's a weird world out there. I have to end the podcast. All right, that is gonna be it. Uh thank you guys for listening. There'll be a new maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do this. I'm not gonna kick to a an old episode right now. I'm just gonna end it here. But uh do me a favor, and like I said, go to erichelwick.com. All my stuff is there. You can support me. And uh, as you guys know, I do appreciate it, and uh, I'm excited to bring you a video version of this podcast. If you haven't yet, when you go to my website, there's links from my YouTube. Subscribe to my YouTube so that you get those videos because uh, that's going to be the goal is to I think all this shit's going to go away. I think YouTube's going to last forever. That's honestly how I feel is like I want to start building there. I think that's the best place to have fans. Easiest place to put up content where people can see you. So I'm I'm going to be living on YouTube here very soon. So do me a favor. Come hang with me there. And uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening to the podcast. You guys are the true warriors at this point. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll keep it rocking. I'll see you in two weeks. Later. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to support us, visit erichelwig.com, where you can follow on social media, join the newsletter, visit the merch store, or email me directly. If you're on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, rate us five stars and write a review. If not, just subscribe from your preferred podcast platform. Lastly, if you know someone who would enjoy our content, please tell them about the show. That's erichelwig.com for all things backups, and we'll see you on the next episode.